I'm JB. And I'm Doug. And, and we, we are your Kraken Captains. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kraken Captains podcast. Thanks for joining us. Well, summer is just winding right down. I hope everyone out there had a, a wonderful summer summer full of uh, barbecues and friends and family and sunshine and, and, and just joy. What did you get up to uh, during the summer break, Doug? Welcome back, Captain. Captain, my captain. My summer was filled with glorious manual labor, the way God intended, JB. Uh, I've been missing hockey quite a bit, you know, so much that I bought tickets to the Winter Classic on New Year's Day. Me Uh, too. I've been filling my recreational time catching fish, you know, kind of a tradition for me on the summertime while hockey is not really happening and you're just watching the teams you know make the changes their moves on the field i've been working up here in massachusetts got to go clamming the other day for the first time ever that was pretty interesting i've been eating a lot of good food uh actually just found a local hockey league up here to join oh nice season season starts in a couple weeks so i'll have a new team to tell you all about here soon uh been working out on cape cod way way out on cape cod but i've also been keeping a keen eye on the kraken while they're making their trades making their draft picks paying attention to a few other teams too sure keeping my ear to keeping my ear to the ground just trying to stay informed you know what i mean oh yeah totally i'm thinking now that you found a new team you you probably need to get a few team tattoos right Maybe I could use yeah. a few. I could use a few. You know, like uh, wasn't it was the Hornets or something like that? It was the Stingers, and then it was the Bobcats. You know? Oh yeah. So and what's the what's the new one? I don't know yet. Oh you oh it's a surprise. You haven't uh, it's just you a haven't joined surprise. up. <laughs> I gotcha. Well, it sounds like you had a good time. I mean, a northeastern clam bake. That's that's awesome. Waking up on the Cape Cod. I've got to get chowder. that chowder. So <laughs> that's cool. But once again, once again, you know, the days are getting shorter and the leaves are starting to change. And, and Spring uh, ahead, fall behind. Yeah, yeah. It means only one thing. Football. Just kidding. Hockey season and Kraken season is almost upon us. So let's dive on in to the maelstrom. Okay, let's let's catch up with it. Of course, you know, we've been gone for summer break, but everybody knows by now, but Vince Dunn was signed to a four-year, $29 million deal. Uh, that's $7.35 million a year. Uh, between that amazing news and the re-signing of Will Borg and the Kraken are poised to stay very competitive 
on their back end. It's good to see the law firm is back, Dunn and Larson, uh, for at least a few more years to come. So pretty excited about that. What do you say? That's some good defense. I mean, mean, think about it. I mean, just those three names you just said, Will Borg, Vince Dunn, and that's like half of your six defensemen, you know what I mean? Will Borg and Vince There's Dunn. There's some other names back yeah. there, too, that are looking good. Yeah. And Adam Larson, yeah. I mean, like, Ron Francis, you know what I mean? He's always very defensive-minded. Yeah. And he's, he's he's you know, when he sees a good thing, he's not just going to let it go. I don't think so. Yeah, I know we kind of went back and forth on it. and I never really had a doubt. I don't think you did either, but... You know, until we still the, got Alexiak too. That's no, oh yeah, yeah. Until the deal's done, you just rig. don't know for sure. For sure. So just nice to have the deal done and and have him back the in the deal fold. Is done. Yeah, and Gotta I think since done, the deal is done. I think it was you know under that eight million, which a lot of people were expecting, and it's only four years. So you know, it's good for everybody. He'll be like thirty or thirty-one when it's time to sign a new contract. So, you know, if he really is, like, peaks out and is at the max of his career, then he's going to, you know, have another huge payday. So incentive for everybody, I think, um, and a, a good deal all around being at four years instead of, like, six. So Yeah, and all the young bucks coming up will have, uh, you know, some big shoes to fill. Right, yeah, somebody show them the way. That's right. Next up, uh, Kraken star Andre Burakovsky is on the mend and should be full go for the season. And the addition of Pierre Edouard Bellemare, I think, will pay big dividends when you see these two guys out there. What do you think, yeah. JB? Pierre Edouard Bellemare, I think, is going to be um, a lot bigger than we think. And, or maybe not, because yeah. I feel like he, I mean, he's the Oliver Bjorkstrand of this year. He's going to. I think he's going to raise the level just that other little bit and push us, you know, maybe past, you know, the Dallas series. We get we get into the conference final this year because of solid play from back-end players like Pierre Edouard Belmar. And then Andre Barakovsky was supposed to be like that star and come in, and he was leading the team in points. So if he comes back healthy and he can push McCann, you know, and, and push him for the lead, Goal scoring and, and point getter. Then you have two two guys yeah, I mean, that are scoring yeah. in that upper echelon of goals. You know, uh, it'll be really interesting to see how the the you know like looking at all this stuff, how the front line is going to look in the not only the preseason, but really honestly on opening night. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yep, we're we're I'm sure we have fun with the whole roster episode. So it's gonna be it's gonna be another tough one. It will be another tough one this year. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Ah, Donskoy. Donskoy left the team, and he officially, officially, he officially retired um, just a week or so ago from this recording. Uh, 31 years of age, due to concussions, uh, pretty touching, you know, kind of social media posts that he put out thanking all the teams. But uh, what do you think about that, Doug? I think, you know, as an inaugural member of the Seattle Kraken, it's, you know, 
it's sad to see the legend go like that, but hopefully he'll have, you know, many a sunset to enjoy. Yeah, I mean, the game never has to leave him, but, you know, maybe his professional career is over and he's got to think about his family. And, and uh, yeah, like you said, inaugural member of the team. And I think a team a favorite. A lot of these guys, you know, they'll, they'll still, they're not done. he's not done playing. He'll go play somewhere else in some, yeah. you know, obscure. Right, in the in the flag football <laughs> league where on, he doesn't have to get checked. Pond, yeah, and, on some know, frozen pond way out. Yeah. Teaches kids how to play hockey. So, um, you know, congratulations to him. I'm happy that, you know, this was a decision that wasn't totally forced on him. But obviously concussions are a tough deal. And um, sad to see him go, but he'll always be a legend of the team. An original. That's right. So. Gotta love him. Gotta love him. See you, see you around the bend. The the famous you know, fan. Yeah, yeah. Another another Kraken member that we hate to see go is uh, old Daniel Sprong. He's in the news for some alleged assault, but we still hope he finds his way and has a good career after finding some success here in Seattle. Yeah, so pretty interesting. I guess it's uh, like <laughs> a, some sort of race car driver, and they are at a bar in Detroit, and the guy's accusing him of assault. Who? Who knows? I mean, the team hasn't dropped him, which isn't, you know, isn't typical for sports teams to be doing that anyway for an assault charge. But um, would you take him back if Detroit decides that, like, hey, it's not worth it? Like, eh, we don't, you know, they only signed him to, like, a, a one-year, $1 million contract. So would they just be like, question. you know what, the nonsense isn't worth it. We're just going to walk. Would I you mean, take him back on the Kraken? Are we talking about... Seven seventy-five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this at that point, he's probably like. The thing is, like in Detroit, if you're if you're out, anything could happen. I feel like you know, Seattle's very similar, but maybe not quite as bad. That's, I don't know. I mean, I think I, I would take him back. You, you gotta know? hold yourself to a higher standard if you're a professional athlete. That's for sure. But yeah. I mean, you're talking about two professional athletes acting like douchebags in a freaking place. So. Yeah. It, you know, and it, <laughs> it, it, it's alleged, you know, maybe um, not, maybe I but, wouldn't take him back. I love him, but sorry. I don't know. Done, I think you done messed up league minimum and, you know, get him back in an environment where, you know, there are leaders around him and, and uh, shuffle you know. him down to Coachella to teach some guys how to snipe. Yeah. So, I, yeah, who knows? I mean, I highly doubt it, but it's an interesting. Because the thing is, the way the Kraken thought popped is, into my head is, is shaping up. Like, there's no room for him I'd anyway. Love, I'd, I'd love to see him, but yeah, absolutely not. There's yeah. no room for him. There's not room for any of them. And that's the, like, you know, the hard truth. Right. Well, speaking you know, of bringing people back, there's still some pretty big names out there on the free agent list. Um, do you think the team upsets the apple cart and brings any of you guys in? Well, like, I do think that there's still a good chance that the Kraken brings somebody in. But I don't know how they go about doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, right. I, don't know if, I don't know if free agency is where they're going to find they might there might still be a deal somewhere going on. Yeah. Well, you got like Zach Parise, Eric Stahl, Brian Elliott, 
Yaroslav Halik, which you're not going to get. Paul Stasny, Alexander Elder, Nick Holden, Derek Broussard, Phil Kessel, Jonathan Taves, and Patrick Kane. So there are some names out there. And I just I think I think there's rumors that Taves is going to take like the season off. And I think Patrick Kane, I don't really know. I have no idea what's going to happen with that. But like yeah. I wouldn't go out on a limb for somebody that's going into like physical rehab for a surgery or whatever. Yeah, the interesting the thing is obviously not up, you know, feeling 100% People who listen to the podcast know how we feel about the Blackhawks organization. It's interesting to see two prominent Blackhawks from that era now find themselves pretty much out of the league at this point. For me, with this free agent stuff, I think it feels like based on what Ron has done, you know, over the last few seasons and and this offseason is it's, you know, Stick to your guns. Use all your draft picks. Bring in the people that you want. I think if you'd have made the move, you'd already done it already. I feel like, you know, Zach Parise's thirty nine years old. So. Making a big, big move right before the season starts probably isn't the best. Only you know, if just for you, your players' sake. I feel like it's only if you on have to. Together, right. Something crazy but, happens. That being said, I mean, like, I could totally see, you know, making a shuffle if you could get a deal done and you right. had your sights set on somebody and you were willing to, like, yeah. you know. Because no. you, could, you could, the thing is, like, we could shovel off, I mean, anybody that you and me and probably most fans definitely don't want to see go, right? You could... You could pick like one or two of like any of those top six forwards. Sure. And be like, well, we're just going to do this for like, and, you know, use your imagination on what somebody would take for Eberly right. <laughs> and Shane Wright. Or, you know what I mean? Something like that. Like, not like I would do that, but. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, you can get creative with a roster like that. And some of these guys, they got some pretty genius ideas. So Yeah, well, I do feel like a scenario like that is more likely than just picking up some guy off of the free agent Yeah, list. I don't think anybody from free agency is coming in. Yeah. And honestly, I don't really see them making any moves like that right before the season starts. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we both agree. Sticking to our guns, then. Sticking to the guns. Cracking looking for a new radio analyst with Dave Tomlinson leaving the fold. Yeah, sad to see him go. I mean, I think that whole broadcast crew all the way down to the radio analysts, you know, it, uh, were really excellent. So Same. I'd like I to take my radio everyone. voice and throw my hat in there. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> me, and JB, me and JB would be glad to call the games. Yeah. I, I'm a good color commentator, and he's really good with, you know. Play-by-play, play, baby. Play-by-play, exacto mundo. McCann, off the right side. Off the post. Bar down. Slapper. No. If the moon was cheese, would <laughs> if you the, eat it? <laughs> if the moon was made of spare ribs, would you eat it? <laughs> I know I would. Because I would. Polish it off with a tall, cool Budweiser. 
Well, have I, you have you heard have you heard uh, on a side note, a long side note? <laughs> uh, Don Don Cherry's got a podcast. Have you heard that? Oh, dude, I haven't. You know, I, you know, I know Don Cherry. I know we've talked about him. I haven't I haven't delved into the Don Cherry podcast though. It's not the best podcast I ever heard, but it's worth a listen. Yeah. That should be our tagline. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'll I check love, it out. I love it. Well, you know, obviously nobody knows anything, but I'm sure whoever they find to replace Dave will be excellent. And we got Everett yeah. Fitzhugh in there to, to help him along. So it's going to be good. Yeah. Or her. I'm sure. I'm oh, sure yeah. True. Yeah. You're totally they'll right. come up with somebody that will be yeah. really functional. Yeah, whoever's <laughs> best for the job. Okay, Martin Jones, my uh, oh, my, man. my secret motivational this. weapon, got a one-year deal with Toronto for eight seventy-five. What do you think about that? I think Toronto's getting a bargain. I agree. How many games did he win? You I don't know. I don't know. I don't he know. Won a lot. 20? He won a lot of games. Dude, he was no. He he was integral to us making the playoffs. I mean, have to respect it and. Like I said in the last podcast, I feel like it would just if he was still sitting out there, it would have been such good like motivation. It'd be like we can just go get Martin Jones if you guys don't act right and play better. This season, this season but, is going to be so crazy. Yeah, if, I hope like, I hope he gets to play if it's a Drieger bunch. and if it's Grubauer with Drieger behind him. Yeah, or even Joey. I mean. I mean, or Joey. Yeah, I mean, what I, could happen? Yeah, the 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 preseason's gonna be spicy at the goalie position for gonna sure. Gonna be spicy. We're gonna see some. Sh- Lots of it. But uh, congratulations. I, yeah, I feel like Toronto's getting a deal here. I feel yeah. like he's gonna be their backup goalie, and he's probably gonna win a lot of games for Toronto because you know they're another team where they've got a lot of talent up front. Right. But. You know, they never really seem to be able to get it done all the way. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's kind of the but running. He'll, he'll, it's he's the running joke. Who, who, else, who else left the crack and went to Toronto? Blackwell and Giordano. Gio, yeah. And, and I think there's somebody else, too. I think we're missing one. Uh, maybe he came in later, but I don't think was so. It, was it? Yarn was crock? It, yeah, I think Yarncrock went to Toronto, didn't he? I don't think so. That doesn't ring a bell. But you know what? <laughs> I, that was a that was a long time ago. Now, okay, we can like. we can you know <laughs> we can we can pretend we know what we're talking about and move on. Yeah, Toronto sucks. <laughs> the, the long and short of it is Toronto is not winning the cup anytime soon. But I hope uh, I hope Excuse Martin me. Jones. Excuse me, Toronto, not for me. Not for me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I hope he wins a lot of games. All of the games he plays, may he win, unless they're against the Kraken. Or yeah. The yeah, just or- a, a new special place in our hearts for Martin Jones after last season, for, for sure. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Kraken signed Devin Shore from Edmonton Oilers on a one-year, two-way, $775,000 deal. Yeah, yeah. Have so, you ever seen him play? Um, I mean, I might have seen him in Edmonton last year, here and there, against the Abs or something. Um, but it, it's 
this one, you know, at first I was like, Devin Shore is like upsetting the apple cart. We don't, who do, why do we need to add to the, the roster here? But seems like, um, like a solid veteran ad, which I think is, you know, likely a camp body and more, more than likely a veteran player for Coachella. They've Jack. been, there's been a lot of talk about how they're building the roster down there and wanting to have some, some veteran talent there to and some older guys to teach yeah. the young bucks how to dress. Yeah. Well, and, and, and if they think he's going to be good in their system to be able to teach those kids that system, because as we know, everyone that we've seen come up has had some fairly good success getting into the roster. Um, so uh, if you, if you can add there, I really, like I said, I don't think, I think he's a camp body. I don't think he makes the team at all. Um, his best season was I in bet, Dallas. I mean, in 2016. I imagine if, if if you get a few bad injuries or something, somebody gets pulled here, there, everywhere. You, you know, things get squirrely. You might see him on an off night. Sure, call him up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. For a game or two, five games, whatever. If somebody's not feeling too good, right. Joey. You know what I mean? Sure, whatever. sure. Somebody gets COVID. Yeah, and then they got to bring you know somebody up and yeah. yeah. Point for maybe, me, maybe. But I mean, it, it seems like you're right. There's so much talent down there. Like it could be anybody, and he's probably just there to, you know, show some veteran presence in the younger teams. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, <laughs> anything can happen. But that's just how it feels to me. Like I said, when when he first signed, I was like, oh, better look him up. We're upsetting the apple cart. What's that going to do to the roster? And then I kind of looked around and I was like, not much. <laughs> yeah, same. Especially when I like recognize the name, I was like, I recognize that name. Right. Then, yeah. Exactly. You look at the stats and you're like, well, nah. Yeah. We'll see. He could have an upsetting year. Yeah. Well, career, yeah. Career, career high. Career high, 15 points. Coachella. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 15 goals. I mean, I think it was 13, 13 goals in Dallas. Okay, Kraken signed Mitch Rinky on a one-year, two-way, $775,000 deal. He was playing for the Scranton Penguins in the AHL, but uh, both of these players will no doubt just add depth to the Kraken, ultimately strengthen the ranks in Coachella. What do you think about Mitch? I think I agree with you. I mean, I don't really know anything about this guy. Right. It, none of, yeah, it's not like we. I don't watch a lot of AHL games. Yeah. You it's, know, and I think that I think that having two more guys that have been playing in the NHL, playing down, you know, in in Coachella. Right. With with the guys that we're trying to like bring up that are like 19, 20, 21 years old, can can only add to the strength of the ranks. You know. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Both of those moves feel like, you know, just solid depth, camp body type moves. So I don't even know what we got for, like, what they traded Edmonton. What'd they give him? I don't even know. Yeah, I. I same with like, same with like Rangi. It's like they signed him, but like. Well, I don't know. I don't know if they had to like pay for mm-hmm. him. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think. It, I don't think there were trades. I think the you know Devin Shore is a free auction. agent. Yeah. I mean, you know, you'd see like workman type, you know, third fourth line for Devin Shore, not 
not too familiar with Mitch Renke's game, but uh, Devin Shore, you know, rotational fourth line, just just grinder. Exactly. Maybe. So, um, we'll see. Okay, we got to get on to something else that we've been able to delay because of summer vacation, but uh, there has been some uh, wild summer shenanigans with the Kraken Book Talk and Alexander Winberg. So, let me break it down. I think we touched on it kind of during the season and uh book talk which is like book tiktok or whatever um kind of picked up on alex winberg and how he's a hottie with a body and um it was kind of all over social media you know and uh, but this summer alex winberg's wife felicia came out and you know said she didn't appreciate some of the things that were being said and it was sexual harassment and um so things kind of took a different direction and and you know people are saying but hey it was this and that and the other and it was fine for four months now it's not okay and and she made you know felicia made the valid point but like well it's it's not okay it wasn't okay four months ago it's not okay now sexual harassment sexual harassment so it, it became it kind of a, a little bit of a firestorm. And, you know, I will say some things, but I'll let you pipe in here and, and give your two cents. But I, I find it a little bit interesting. So um, what, do you, what do you say about the book I talk mean, controversy? Well, I think that anytime you have, you know, I mean, attractive celebrities – and then you have a platform for people who are fans or, you know, maybe in some cases fanatics <laughs> of said celebrities or, or, you know, yeah, you're always, you're always going to have stuff like this. You know what I mean? And it's not okay. Uh, and that's where I stand on that. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, the internet is messed up, you know? Yeah, and if so... you're, if you're a professional athlete, and you're like, you're putting yourself out there. Like, number one for your career, you've already put yourself out there in the world. I mean, they like, they march you up on stage, make you kiss your mom, and then shake the hands of your coach in front of the whole world when you're 18 years old. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you are, you are bright, <laughs> front and center, like, A1 top notch in the spotlight, you know? Yeah. And I mean, if you're willing to, like, get on the internet that space only has so much power over you if you are actively involved in that space you see what i'm saying yeah so that's where like I'm... i don't really i don't really get involved in social media too much as yeah. you know <laughs> yeah so um, but like if if i if i was a professional musician a professional athlete or writer or anything like that you almost have to be and People are all going to be all over you. You're going to get positive and negative press. And some of that stuff can be pretty downright scary, I think. Yeah. And it's good to call it. I think it's good to call it out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing for so me. I say cheers to Wenberg's wife. Oh, yeah, Felicia. Yeah. That's um, what I say, cheers. I think the interesting thing for me is that 
First of all, I will say this. If you wouldn't walk up to somebody and say something like whatever you're saying on social media to their face, you probably shouldn't say it on social media. <laughs> like, yeah. not shouldn't hide behind the screen of like the anonymity of the internet yeah. and be like, oh, it was all good fun, you know? But on the other side of this, there is an element of like how much the team and like the team social media was pushing that and saying it's really good exposure for the Seattle Kraken, this new franchise, like a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people that may or may not have been very interested in hockey were very interested in book talk. And when you can get a lot of eyes, you know, how much of it was and like the social media yeah, team. Exactly. And when you get involved with like corporate marketing and stuff like that and how much, which how, where's the, where's the line? Exactly. You're right. You yeah. Know? Well, and that's why it feels a little bit to me like there was a lot of pressure for on the Winberg family from the Kraken organization, organization to like, you know, be look at all this exposure, and finally, you know, Felicia is like, no, like it's I don't, we don't like this, we don't want this, and so it became more of a thing than it was, and that than it was, and and yeah, you know, I mean, you got to think too, like even though, you know, even though he was a he's a he's a professional athlete, like he's also like a guy with a wife and kids, like I mean, how would you like your kids? 20 years from now you know yeah. it's the internet like you like look it up and then yeah. you see all this crazy weird stuff obviously we're not on the inside and we don't know the inner workings of the organizational pressure and how how this you know is how the sphere of influence is being handled from inside the Kraken organization but it's pretty clear that the family was like, this is enough and we're done. And then like the, the social media account for the Kraken like deleted all the book talk stuff, like wiped it all. And basically, you know, cease and desist to the lady who was, you know, making this uh, salacious comments and things like that. So just kind of an interesting thing that played out over the summer. Uh, I'm just happy for that family that maybe they can get some a little bit of peace and for me, it's always been about hockey. I mean, I said that when we got Bowie, who, you know, I really enjoy. But, like, I'm not looking for Bowie during, you know, the timeouts and stuff. I want to see, see I, like, I'm wicked one-timers. Watching hockey. And, like, and like really good deeks and checks. And yeah, like so at the end of the day. Good, good, good defense, good offense. You know, keep. Not really a lot of the, the riffraff. Yeah. Keep everything on the level and, and keep your hockey players and their families happy and healthy, and that's what you need to do. And so, um, hopefully, we can all have a, a nice season without any crazy shenanigans on social media. Which, you know, good luck. Good luck. Anyway, um, yeah. So that was that was the wild summer, and and here we are, and I guess. I guess we gotta just uh, mention the the draft. Maybe he should maybe he should like grow his hair wicked long and grow a huge beard and like stop showering. <laughs> sure, 
Just like Sailor. Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah. don't want a bunch of ladies being like, oh, you're so fine, just be like, you know what? He can just get rid of the visor <laughs> and just like put his face into pucks, dude. <laughs> And all that'll go away. Yeah, just make him wear a cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, oh yeah. God, that's hilarious. Weird oh, stuff. Sorry. sorry, guys. The yeah, life of the life of being pretty, man. Boy, oh, boy, the world. It's a crazy place. Yeah. Well, before we get out of here, you know, we promised we'd we'd touch on the the draft picks. <laughs> it's honestly, it's not something that I'm really excited about but we are gonna like at least mention them because we said we would but i mean unless unless there are people out there that want us to cover the draft picks none of these guys are going to be playing i would say look out for the d-men uh you know we know ron ron likes those d guys so uh, dragovich price probably i mean you know until a lot of these guys get signed also yeah uh None of them are technically on the team. I, I was... Uh, Saleh signed. Yeah, Saleh signed with the OHL, and he's yeah. going to the Colts. Right, the it could be a situation team. where they end up right back in the draft, right? Right, right. Yeah. So, like, you never really know what's going to happen with these guys, but... The but, Kraken use their picks, and they have these guys that will either... Develop or be, not. <laughs> they're trade fodder, yeah. Yeah. Either the, either they'll be on Coachella or they'll be trade fodder. So we'll see. Yeah. Okay, without further ado, here are the picks. Edward Saleh was the first pick. Carson Rimkoff was the second. He remains, yeah, unsigned so far. Yeah. My favorite uh, name, the second round, uh, Pick fifty-two, Oscar Fisker Molligard, center. He's the he's the first Danish player to be picked in the draft in like twenty-five years or something like that. Crazy. Well, we had to replace, uh, we had to replace our boy, the other Dane. The other Dane. The other Dane, Daniel Sprung. Old Spronger. Yeah, so makes sense. Just got to get us uh, another but, Dane. Oh. All three of those top first picks are eighteen years old. You know what I mean? Right. So they got they gotta they gotta get some some uh, experience under their belt. Yeah, exactly. In the yeah. NHL anytime soon, but but we'll see. You never know. Someone could blow up the camp. Well, you can't. Yeah, you can't totally throw it out there because, of course, you know we've got experience with young players making the roster, but it's obviously a little bit different, you know. These guys aren't making the roster out of the gate, so. That's right. Um, but yeah, Lucas Dragovic, defenseman. Caden Price, defenseman. Uh, Andre Lashko. Yeah, that's Kaden your fourth round pick. Hamill. Yeah. Yeah. Caden Hamill. 148. He's a defenseman. Yeah, so it's uh, pick 168 is the whispers I'm hearing are, you know, he's a, a good developmental goalie. So I'll, I'll try to keep an eye on him and see what happens. But Visa Vidinpa. Oh, Visa. Oh, mm-hmm. Visa. As long as it's not it's MasterCard. Good. 
I mean, and goalies, if you draft a goalie, that's, you know, that's a position that you got to think that they're not going to draft lightly. I don't think so. Right. Most most Okay, last two, sixth and seventh round, Zeb Forzial, center, and then Zachariah Wisdom. And he's the first African-American draft pick by the Kraken. So. Right wing. Right wing, yeah. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, so... So, I mean, I'd love to see any of these guys, you know, uh, play in either for Coachella or for the Kraken, but we'll see what happens. It might well, be it might be a few years. Yeah, I think, you know, you look at Ron Francis' history with the draft, and he does have a pretty high conversion rate of, of players actually making it, you know, and at least playing some games uh, in the NHL, so... It'll be interesting to see, you know, how many of these guys actually um, make it. I mean, if any, if any the of them time. fall into his system, yeah, you know, then you could definitely see them stepping up and playing. Yeah, yeah. So it's something to monitor, but yeah, it's these uh, none of these guys from this draft, not like in years past. Are are making the day one roster? That's for sure. That's right. I agree. I mean, we still have yet to see Shane Wright pop up. Right, pop up and we were super excited about Shane Wright. (laughs) And I mean, to be fair, he did play some games. Yeah, you know, he did. He did. He made the team. I guarantee you. He made the opening roster. But Berniers, you know, preseason. I bet you they play him in preseason. Just to get his name a little... Shane Wright? Yeah. Oh, I think Shane Wright... I think Shane Wright legit makes the team this year. You think he's going to be starting? I think he takes the leap, yeah. Opening opening game? Uh, I yeah. That. yeah. I love that prediction. Yeah. You can you can mark that for our roster episode, which is yeah, going to yeah. be in, what, two weeks probably or three? Sometimes We're coming up yeah. on it, man. Real. Yeah, I mean, the, real soon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see, but seriously, three, three weeks, right? Uh, it's coming up, man. I'm excited. Oh I'm excited. A lot of work. A lot of work to do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's, let's let them go to bed. Let's go clocking. Our uh, intro music is by the Zambonis. Our outro music is by Stompin' Tom Connors. Check him out. You've definitely heard them if you've been in Climate Pledge Arena. They play that song. Uh, we would love to hear from you. So tweet us at Kraken Captains. If you listen to this podcast and you like it, tell your friends. Give us a like on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow us on social media or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep your head up because another episode is coming Real, Real soon. There. We're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps, and the players bump, and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game.